Hey guys, I am super excited. Today for me is HomePod Day. Uh, my wife is currently ordering HomePod. We'll have it at home tonight. We'll be able to play around with it. And I plan on sharing my thoughts on Anchor right here. Because um, I figure it's an audio device. So let's share it on an audio service. That being said, uh, it's probably T minus two to three hours from HomePod unboxing and experience. So I will be checking back in in a few hours to give you my thoughts on the new Apple HomePod. Peace. So this song coming up is Miracles, parentheses, Someone Special by Coldplay and Big Sean. This will be one of the first tracks I play on the Apple HomePod. I listened to this track earlier today in the store on it. It sounded absolutely amazing in the store. I'm looking forward to listening to it here in my own home. Uh, So here it is. Miracles. Parentheses, Someone Special by Coldplay and Big Sean. Now, earlier today, I was talking to one of my good friends, uh, which used to be co-workers, about the new Apple HomePod. He already has his. He really enjoys it. Thinks it's great. He's one of those people who's always kind of rocking back and forth between, uh, do I keep an iPhone or do I switch to Android? I believe he ordered a Pixel 2 XL, if I'm not mistaken, but ended up with a iPhone 10. He ordered the HomePod and really enjoys it, but he's also not a, a huge music person. He listens to a lot of, you know, a specific genre of music, but isn't a, you know, giant music nerd. I would put myself under the category of music nerd. Not necessarily giant music nerd, but I'm, I, I like my fair share of music. And one thing that we were talking about is the coverage around HomePod on a bunch of different media outlets has really focused on how long Apple has spent on making this thing sound good and how long they've been thinking about this concept. So it's interesting to me when this friend of mine brought up an idea and I thought, hmm, maybe, just speculation, but who knows? Crazier things have definitely happened in Silicon Valley, but the notion that uh, someone who was working on the HomePod project uh, let it slip, whether they left the company or did something else and they ended up spearheading the Alexa at Amazon, that technology that led to the Echo, the product that we all know as Alexa. But the concept that that idea could have potentially started at Apple, went somewhere else that potentially works faster and can execute an idea more quickly, but doesn't have quite the same level of perfectionism that tends to uh, haunt products at Apple. Whether that means they come out first, which they rarely do in a category, uh, but are they the best in that category? I would say in a lot of cases, uh, they're definitely the most popular in that category, uh, the most singular in a certain category, such as iPhone, such as iPod was, um, I would say arguably AirPods in the totally wireless headphone market is that way. Uh, And so it'll be interesting to me to see what happens with HomePod entering this marketplace. That little bit of speculation just got me thinking about the concept that, you know, is this actually one of those instances where an idea left the beautiful white cage that is Apple Ideas and ended up in a brown Amazon box before it got released in the beautiful white box of Apple? Um, Just something to think about something that I've been kind of contemplating all day long. Another thing, too, Neelai Patel from The Verge, 
he spoke a little bit about how uh, all the tweeters in HomePod actually have a waveguide in front of them. And it's funny, I have a lot of experience with Bose speakers, um, and waveguide is a Bose patent. It's a big fat thing that Bose says they invented. You know, they have the patent. They have a patent for it in a few different ways, but how, whatever it may be. But it also makes you wonder who Apple stole audio engineers from to design HomePod. And so what informed this sound? Because clearly it was not Beats. Beats is very, they very clearly have their own market and they know what kind of sound they have. And I can tell you from the very brief moment I've listened to HomePod, you know, of course I haven't brought it home yet, but it doesn't sound like a Beats product. It sounds a little more honest and sincere than a Beats product. Uh, Beats product definitely, they, they're a lot more creative with how they're going to make things sound. So again, it's interesting to me, the development cycle for this product. Delays, early announcement, that sort of thing. But then there, Apple also seems to be behind the rest of the market in terms of Siri functionality. Um, but in sound quality, leaps and bounds ahead of everybody. So, I don't know. It's just, you see Apple's culture coming through in this product where we want to make the absolute best, most remarkable well-engineered, well-designed product possible, but they're just talking about the product, they're not necessarily talking about all the software. Granted, the software that makes it sound good, that's impeccable, because it's a speaker, so it has to sound good. That's that Apple logic, but the rest of it, you know, kind of rough. Here's another song that... I think sounds just absolutely beautiful on HomePod because you really get that fantastic separation of vocals from your ambient sounds on the HomePod and this song, Electronic Underpinnings, Leon Bridges' beautiful voice, uh, Odessa's beautiful, perfect production value. Uh, so this is Across the Room uh, featuring Leon Bridges by Odessa. So after about three hours of straight listening on the HomePod, uh, I'm not going to say it's the best sounding speaker I've ever owned because, let's be real, my house is a holding place for my wife's movie collection and my speaker collection. Um, but I will say that uh, it definitely, it put, in terms of size and the sound that comes out of it, it puts itself in the same class as the DVLA Phantom for me. Um, it's sort of a, a phantom for the people. That's how I would think of the think of the HomePod. It's definitely a beautiful design. Um, the sound pressure that comes out of it is absolutely incredible. Um, totally brilliant. And the low end does hold up at most volumes. Uh, when I played uh, Limit to Your Love by James Blake, that definitely pushed it to its limits. Um, no pun intended, but, uh, yeah, I would say it was hard for me to really push it to its limits. Uh, to find those edges is to find the edges where someone who listens to that kind of music on the edges, uh, they're going to want a better speaker. But I would say for the vast majority of people, just like Apple always does, they built a speaker, they built a product that the majority of people will think is incredible, um, especially sound quality wise. 
Um, I did run into a few little roadblocks here and there with Siri, but if you're really focused on the music experience, uh, you can't do any better. You just can't. Um, especially sound quality for size, it nothing beats it at this point. Um, I will be curious to see what happens when AirPlay 2 speakers start to hit the market, um, such as you know ones from Bose, from Bang & Olufsen, things like that. Especially if they start to have microphones built in and they can enable Hey Siri functionality. Um, I think we'll see a real sea change in terms of uh, Siri becoming an even more integral part of a lot of people's lives. Apple just needs to figure out the software stuff on the back end in the meantime. So that's the only thing that has me nervous about it at, the, at this point. Um, the one glaring omission that I think needs to be addressed as soon as possible. Hopefully at WWDC in June they'll do this. They need to enable multiple voices for multiple Apple IDs. My wife and I both have Apple IDs. We both have very different music tastes. Um, and we also send text messages to two different moms, to two different dads. So, uh, you know, if I yell, you know, hey, Siri, text mom, I wanted to text my mom. If my wife says, hey, Siri, text mom, it should text her mom. Uh, that's something that other manufacturers have figured out. And Apple just needs to push forward on some software updates to, to enable those things that really matter to us. That being said, sound quality wise, um, I think it's worth every, absolutely every penny. Uh, it's totally remarkable. And I can honestly say it's the first speaker that I've brought home ever that my wife has actually wanted to play with and is interested in. So that says something. So she, she went to town for about an hour and played all the music she wanted to play, which let me hear a totally different aspect of the speakers, sound quality and things like that. Um, so it's, it's definitely a very accessible product, just like any Apple product. Um, it sounds absolutely brilliant for its size. Like I said, it's a DVLA Phantom for the masses. Uh, but yeah, so that's my general thoughts on the HomePod. Um, I'm sure as I start to discover more stuff about it, I may update here on Anchor a bit more. That being said, um, hopefully I'm going to be able to keep up with Anchor, bring you guys some more interesting content. Um, so just stay tuned. And uh, yeah, this has my, been my review of HomePod. We also got a 4K Apple TV today. And we have an iMac Pro on the way. So I do have some fun gadgets to come. So hope everybody has a great day. And I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.